of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. So here we go. You better buckle up, Buttercup. And a whole new attitude to your afternoon. I want to know what's going on, and I want to know right now. You know, two dudes talking sports. And you two will be awesome. Live from News Talk 1480 WHBC. It's a household name. Who the hell are you? It's the Kenny and JT Show. Have a great show. Let's go, Kenny. What? Something on my mind today. What, what is, I couldn't what is bugging wait you? to sign on today at 3 o'clock so I can ask you this question. Oh, my. Before you ask that question. Go ahead. Uh, Andy Logan, I.O. Okay, oh, there you now go. go ahead. Okay, I good. had to answer Andy. Hey, yeah, by ahead. the way, I was there today. We'll, tell, we'll talk more about oh, that later. Nice. Any truth to the rumor that I heard earlier today that Joe Woods did a long job at First Energy Stadium so the defense doesn't have to take the blame when they lose to Tampa Bay on Sunday? How in the world does this happen? Oh, I saw that late last Who night, right? breaks into a stadium in the NFL? You know what this reminds you of? What? Remember those old movies in the 50s and 60s? Maybe like an Elvis movie where somebody goes to the rival high school and steals yeah. the mascot? Yep. What in the world are that. they thinking? And how are they going to get a golf cart at First Energy Stadium? Let's just do a lawn job. You know who it was? Allegedly. Baker Mayfield? Yes, he, he still has the keys, the keys. right? <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly, it was Baker Mayfield because he didn't turn in the keys. That's right. And he knew where the golf cart was hidden inside the stadium, so he went right. in there and started doing donuts on the field. Was he with uh, Alice Cooper? You remember the commercial where he went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame yeah, and Alice Cooper? Yeah. Hey, those are my boots. Was it Baker Mayfield and Alice Cooper? <laughs> and where did they get the keys of that damn golf cart? And how about this? For the first time, I think, ever, he actually ended up in the end zone, Baker Mayfield, Probably, at uh, First yeah. Energy Stadium <laughs> in the golf course. Thank you. Well oh, Sticks is there. Nice. He's there. Very nice. <laughs> I mean, what? You can't make these things up, right? Somebody uh, broke into the Brown Stadium, yeah. took a golf cart, and yeah. did a lawn job. I mean, when we were kids, we did some stupid things. And some of the things they used to do were lawn jobs like that. And you would create divots. Now, the problem is... They can't yeah. really repair this. They can only they, – they can't replace it. They have to try to repair it. If they replace it, it won't take root. If they put sod down, it'll just pop right back up. This is terrible. It's not good. And no. uh, think about this. We are what, – what week is this or game is this? This is game 11. Right. So – we played 10 total games this year, yeah. and let's I don't know off the top of my head. I'll just say five of them have been at home, right? Yeah. Just off the top of my head, right? Half of them. Let's just say that. Yeah. And already you've had people throwing bottles of water at the owner. And right. you had somebody break in to the stadium, uh, find the golf cart, and do donuts on the yeah. field and tear up the turf. All the while, while your starting quarterback has been suspended for 11 games. Think yeah. about this. What would happen if this game... Ended up being, uh, I don't know, 38, 40-yard field goal attempt by the Browns, Cade Yo uh, York. He yep. misses a field goal because he trips in one of those divots. 
So instead of uh, low trajectory getting it blocked, he slips in a divot and misses the game-winning field goal. But in this case, he'd probably blow out his calf. He'd have a Lonnie Chisenhall miss the field goal due to some idiot with a golf cart. How does this guy get in? Had to be an inside job, right? Don't you think? They found the guy. I mean, isn't it? Doesn't it have, uh, you know, security cameras and you would think alarms and whatever? You would think you'd be able to identify with uh, the different camera angles that they have inside First Energy Stadium. Uh, how did he get in, A? How did he uh, get the cart started up? Where did he get the cart from? How did he exit the stadium? All this stuff. It doesn't make the Baker Mayfield commercials that far-fetched when you think about it. Maybe he's in there playing video games on the scoreboard. What do we know? <laughs> oh, gosh. I saw that last night. I, I just couldn't start, believe I, it. It's, it's not, I mean, it is a laughing matter, but it's not a laughing matter. You know, that shouldn't happen. That's wrong to do. What it, but this is atypical for the Browns organization, right? If there's not drama surrounding this team, then something's wrong. If it's not the players on the field screwing things up, it's the players off the field screwing things up, or it's the fans screwing things up. Think about this. What? The team had to notify two people, or two groups of people anyway. The okay. Cleveland Police Department and also right. the National Football League. What would have happened? This idiot goes in there and does a lawn job, right? If yeah. the NFL would have stepped in and said that field, and we don't know, this might still happen. I don't know. Yeah. It, it's not good enough to play on. If that's the case, I mean, look, they did it last week in Buffalo. The field conditions aren't good enough for you to have a game. We're going to move this game. What if the Browns have to play the Buccaneers in Detroit this week? Or how about uh, how about Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium? Well, I've been huh? asking for that for years. But the difference is this. We know that the Detroit Lions are playing on Thursday. So guess what? Ford Field is available Ooh, Sunday at 1 o'clock. Let's go. Right. I'm I going forgot about that. They that's move right. another game there. I swear we're going. Back-to-back games at uh, Ford Field for the Browns? Could you imagine? <laughs> Let's just go. Can you imagine how much fun that would be? You get a $20 oh. ticket. You take a yeah. road trip. You pack up the bags. You get up there. You have a couple. The only bad thing about Ford Field, I can tell you this from experience, they don't have stadium mustard. Their bratwurst and their hot dogs pale in comparison to Cleveland. I don't care what anybody says. Not even close, huh? No. They don't have good hot dogs in Detroit. Nope. They got bad water and bad hot dogs. You watched the game, though. Did you see the people when they showed Donovan Peoples-Jones, I think it was his mother in the stands after he scored the meaningless touchdown at the end of the game? She was standing in sunlight. I told you. It almost looks as though you're playing outdoors. There's, like, big windows on the one side. It's really cool. I, I've never been. Don't know if I ever will. Maybe if Ohio on, State go to uh, plays game. there. No, I'm not something. going to a Lions you game. You will be thoroughly entertained if you let me and Ben Stouffer take you to a Lions game. Ooh, because so I don't have to else. drive. No. No, but you have to take your chance in the mini Winnie. <laughs> I don't know which don't is know worse. Do that. <laughs> That's not very safe. We came back from, we went to the line. The one year, I got to tell you this story. I probably told you before. We right. normally go to a Lions game in Detroit at Ford Field. Well, the one year, I said, like, you know, it's such a long drive. They were playing the Steelers that year. Okay. I go, Ben, instead of going to Detroit, let's take a road trip over to Pittsburgh. We'll watch the Lions beat the Steelers. Well, first of all, they're never going to beat the Steelers. Second of all, Driving rainstorm the entire time. I think we drove back in a hurricane. It was terrible. You want to talk about white knuckle? You normally white knuckle it during a snowstorm, right? Yep. This was rain. That sucker was all over the road, man. I thought, wow. we're not going to make it. We, we've, it took us longer to get home from Pittsburgh. Get this. True story. 
took us longer to get home in that Winnebago from Pittsburgh than it would have if we had driven all the way to Detroit and back. It was like a six-hour drive. It was terrible. No kidding. Oh, it was wow. bad. Wow. Yeah, I'll pass on that then. Uh, you guys yeah. go ahead. Uh, I'll watch it from home. The fans, though. The fans <laughs> make it worthwhile. You sit there with the team, and they're used to it, and they're going to figure out a way to lose. The Detroit Lions, I've said time and time again, are the Cleveland Browns with different colored uniforms. They'll find ways to lose, although they're playing really well right now. But, you know, the other shoe's going to drop. It's just a matter of time. The Lions and the Vikings are both frauds. I'm sorry they're frauds. They're not real. What you're seeing is a figment of your imagination. I'm sorry, Kirk Cousins. uh, No, the Lions and Jared Goff. No, that when it's all said and done, the Lions will have a losing record. The Vikings won't make it past the first round of the playoffs. Well, that's just it. The Vikings have had cups of coffee. The Detroit Lions never get that cup of coffee, and they knew when they made the trade and they sent Stafford to the Rams that eventually they'd have a slew of draft picks. They're working for the future. And if things end up being, you know, the cornerstones, the building blocks to a good team, then they've got a head start. The exact same thing we wanted to say with the Cleveland Browns. But yet, when things seem to be going in the right direction and you made the playoffs two years ago, you looked and you felt good about this team. Coming out of that loss at the Kansas City Chiefs in the first round of the playoffs, you thought, man, next year we're going to play for an AFC title game. And lo and behold, they don't make the playoffs and here we are now. This team trends in the wrong direction. How about this? Same draft, Baker Mayfield and uh, what's the kid's name from the Giants, the quarterback? Uh, Danny, Danny Dimes? He was not the same draft. Wasn't he in the no. same? I thought he was Don't in the you same remember? Draft. No, because Baker Mayfield was like the following year, and Baker Mayfield said, oh. what are they doing? Okay, all right, different draft yep. then. That's right. Uh, but my point is going to be then, thanks for the correction, um, Baker's struggling to survive in the NFL, and Danny Dimes is leading the uh, uh, the Giants uh, in in the race in the NFC East. Big difference here. Dable is taking a lot of credit ah. for getting Josh Allen on the right track in Buffalo. He was the offensive coordinator or an right. offensive coach. Good point. He ends up taking the reins at the Giants, comes in, is the head coach, but does not call the plays. How about that? There's a novel idea. Mm-hmm. Just be the head coach and not call the plays and have somebody else do that, but yet still develop a young quarterback. Mm-hmm. Imagine that. Look at a quarterback that hasn't had a lot of success, then all of a sudden he's not lighting the uh, league on fire, but he's playing good enough to win. Now, there's a team where you want to say that the Minnesota Vikings may not be for real. Maybe you could say the same with the Giants. Yes, I don't I mean, think, think they'll of that make division? the playoffs. You think about the Philadelphia Eagles, you think of the Dallas Cowboys. A lot of people think of the Dallas Cowboys because they don't feel that Philadelphia is for real. But Philadelphia beat Dallas. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I I expect if the Giants make the playoffs, I expect them to be the last wild card and lose in the first round. I don't know if they'll make the playoffs. Um, uh, You know, the Browns, well, if they lose this, uh, somebody yelled at me on Twitter, right? Oh, no, they still have a chance to make the playoffs. You said that they're done. Well, I think they're done. Right. They're 3-8, and eight, which means, uh, or 3-7, and seven, which means they have seven games left. They have to win all seven to get in the playoffs. 9-8 right. and eight ain't going to get you in the playoffs. So they got to run the table. And when is the last time the Browns won seven it's games in it. a row? It ain't happening. So in it. my eyes, they are done. You know, the problem is this, too. A couple of weeks ago, you had had a day off or maybe getting ready for a high school game. It might have been on a Friday. Buckeyes were out of town. So I was here, and it was the week after uh, the Cincinnati Monday night game, and that team played really good that night. 
and you started to think that maybe they're going to turn the corner, but then they turn around and they lose two games after a bye week. And there's nothing again, and I've said it time and time again, and I hate to be the glasses half full guy on this, and I want them to play good. I want them to give me a reason that I can think they can win a ball game. And with the exception of that Bengals game, I can't see anything good coming out of this organization. It, it just seems as though they just continue to go in reverse. Am I wrong? You're supposed to get better as the season right? goes along, right? They've lost six of seven. That tells me they're getting worse as the season goes yeah. along. They played one good game uh, you know, from start to finish in those seven, and they beat the Bengals on a Monday night, and that's when the Bengals found out they were going to yeah. be without their starting star wide receiver yeah. and one of their offensive linemen, so they had to make some adjustments. Since then, I don't think the Bengals have lost, um, and now the Browns have lost, uh, is it two in a row or three in a row? One, two, two in a row, and going yeah. for three against Tampa Bay this weekend. They don't get any better. They don't play a complete game. The difference with the Browns and some of these other teams is they start off hot, and then they give up. Other teams don't start off hot. But they play to the end of the game. You know, the Cincinnati Bengals, I think, what are they, 5-5 five and five now? Uh, Bengals, no. Let's see. Uh, they're 6-4. and four. They're a game Jeez. behind the 7-3 and yeah. three Baltimore Ravens. Ravens lead the division, and Browns wow. and Steelers are tied for last at 3-7. and seven. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, and uh, what's this? Uh, I'm looking at uh, injury report today. Um, DeAnthony Bell, concussion, Froholt illness, Newsom concussion, and Joku ankle knee. Uh, I guess not practicing today. Some other guys got the um, uh, the days uh, off or just uh, maintenance or whatever, right. or load management, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it. So uh, we'll see who suits up for the Browns on Sunday against Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Didn't they sign a backup center, somebody that was like on a yeah, they went out from Buffalo or something like that? They went out and got somebody. He might have to play this week. Who knows? He's going to have to I... play. And, you know, there's another problem this past week, too. When you think about it, that was the fourth team center that had to play in that game. Unfortunate circumstances always haunt this team. Because maybe if you would have had another center in that game or Posich doesn't get hurt, right? maybe the Browns could have played a little bit better. I mean, we understand the center is basically the quarterback of the offensive line. A line, in my opinion, that's a little bit overrated and always banged up anyway. So once you lose your, your leader of that group, it's going to make for a long day. And we saw what happened. Browns are in the middle of an eight-play drive. Should have been right. able to score, maybe put uh, – Buffalo on the ropes, can't get it done. They end up fumbling the snap, the easiest thing you would think out of uh, an NFL play, the center quarterback exchange. They don't get it done, ball game, because once they get down, they quit. This team does not seem to have the heart and desire when adversity hits, right? It's like, okay, yeah, well, uh, we're done. We lost. Uh, well, let's go on to next week, and we'll look at the film. Right. As opposed to rallying the troops somehow, some way, and going to, well, they rallied last yeah. week, Roadman. They scored two touchdowns in the fourth quarter. That's because the Bills' defense was in the prevent, and all they wanted to do was run clock, and so they let them go up and down the field just to use clock. And so don't, don't be confused that Jacoby Brissett had this unbelievable yeah. game because he threw for 300 yards yeah. and three touchdowns. Well, 120 yards and two of those touchdowns came in garbage time. You ever see any emotion from the sideline with the Browns? Do you ever see Joe Woods give a high five to Miles Garrett? Do you ever see Kevin Stefanski grab the quarterback, give him a big hug after a touchdown pass? We saw this the other night in the San Francisco game 
when they were playing the Arizona Cardinals in Mexico. And this team just doesn't look like they're having any fun. Or worse yet, they don't look like they like each other. Yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes there. And uh, when you have your star defensive player in back-to-back weeks calling out the defensive coordinator, (laughs) that is uh, a red flag of all red flags. When your $120 million man... Uh, all-time leading sack leader on your team and supposed mm-hmm. defensive player of the year candidate comes out and throws his D coordinator in back-to-back weeks under the bus, there's yeah. major issues with this team. Yeah, when I look at things like this in a team sport, I always go back to team chemistry. And a lot of people might think it's overrated. I, for one, don't think it's ever overrated. Team chemistry means a lot. You see it in the Cavaliers. These guys thoroughly enjoy playing basketball. Even LeBron James tweeted it out and said, these guys just go to work every day and enjoy playing the game of basketball. They go on a five-game losing streak, not to say they're going to pack it in. It's a long season. But the difference here is the fact that they rally the troops, they figure out what's wrong, they studied the tape and made adjustments. Yeah, how about that? And even the games they lost, you could say they should have won three out of the five they lost. They're 11-6. and six. You look around the NBA, everybody's got at least three losses. So six losses, not that bad. You're top four in the Eastern Conference, and you've got Portland tonight at home as you go for another win uh, as you're a streaky team. Eight wins, yeah. five losses, three in a row now going for four. So um, I- I'm excited. I can't wait to watch that game tonight, man. Portland and Cleveland tonight, 7 o'clock right here on WHBC. If you can't watch it, listen to us uh, on 1480. You have to watch it. And the thing is this, they learn from their mistakes. And I know, again, it's an early part of the season. But you can figure out what your rotation is going to be. If one guy doesn't play that well, and all of a sudden here comes Lamar Stevens, and he's proving that he belongs on the floor, they learn in the first three weeks of the season that this guy's working his way into the starting lineup, and he's probably going to be one of those players that, hey, you're going to have to unseed him. So when you start thinking about these guys like Dean Wade, that once he gets healthy again, I got news for you. He's going to have to re-earn his minutes and take them away from Lamar uh, uh, Stevens because he's playing well. He's playing with heart. I don't see the same type of situations with the Browns. Lamar Stevens knows his role. He's not expected to score 20 points a night, right? Give us that defense at the three. Hit some open threes. You know, when, when given the opportunity, you're strong enough to drive to the rack and, and uh, you know, throw it down in traffic. Do that on occasion. Get us 10 points. Give us 25 minutes a night. And then we'll, uh, you know, when Dean Wade comes back, yeah. we'll factor him in. Karis LeVert comes back from the ankle injury. We'll factor him in. Kevin Love, by yep. the way, is out for tonight's game, that thumb injury. He tried to play last game, only played 12 minutes, so he's out for tonight. So, uh, Jetty Osmond, he's had an up-and-down yeah. season so far, but when he's been up, He's been one of the reasons they've won three or four games this year with his play off the bench. You realize he's been with the Cavaliers, what, six years now? Yeah. That's amazing. He's hung around. He's hung around, man, and he's gotten better. But you know why he's gotten better? Because they're not thinking that he's a starter, right? Right. They have him in the right role now, coming off the bench. Go use your six fouls. Be aggressive. Hit the open threes. That's, you know, we, we don't care if you foul out. You're not a starter. You're not one of the stars. We got four stars on this team. You got two bigs that are all-stars, I think, in uh, Allen and Mobley, and then you got two guards that are all-stars in uh, Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland. You don't have to be an all-star. Donovan Mitchell is a beast, and he's a leader on this team. You can see it. 
every night when there's either the post-game press conference or the huddle before the game, he is the leader of this team. He's taken over the role, and they accepted it. So, I mean, that's such a great move for the Cavaliers, and it's nice to see a player, you know, that can really lead an organization like that. It makes it fun on a nightly basis. And it makes you comfortable the fact that even when you lose, you're never going to really truly be out of any of these runs. You're going to go through two, three-game losing streaks, sometimes five. Absolutely you will. It's a long season. This dude is a freak, man. He is a beast. He is, and, uh, you know, we'll see how this thing plays out, but he could average 30 points a game, be the first guy to do that since I think LeBron did it one year, right? Everything's going to be compared mm-hmm. to LeBron. Now, the last time this happened, LeBron did it. Last time, it, you know, okay, well, maybe LeBron and Kyrie, because right. Kyrie's done a few or did a few things here. But so. for the most part, you know what's really interesting? They but, don't bring that up every night. And, you know, with the exception of when there's a record, a scoring record or whatever else, and let's right. face it, LeBron basically owns every record in the organization. He's probably played there longer than anyone, too, right? Uh, Kevin Love's played, I think, as many years as LeBron now. Both times? When wow. you When you put LeBron, you know, back-to-back, what is LeBron? What is it, 11? It, it, I think it's 11. This is either Love's 10th wow. or 11th year, so he's close. I know. It wow. did, he's been here that long? Man. This is seriously? <laughs> I mean, uh, it's been. I gotta look that up. I may be off by a year or two. Let me let me Google that uh, and make sure. But I because I see Kevin Love showing up on all these top ten lists and everything uh-huh. now with the Cavaliers, and it's like, oh man, that's right. He is uh, or he has been here, uh, wow. you know, a while. So uh, I'll look that up. But uh, it's nice to have something that is new, fresh. And we don't reference LeBron yeah. every single time, you know right? What? I mean that that's a that's that's exciting for this organization because you're relevant finally without yeah. LeBron James. I mean, with the exception of the Brad Doherty, Mark Price era, it took Le- Le- LeBron James to make you relevant, and you were only relevant when he was here, not once but twice. It's nice. I was thinking about this the other night. I'm watching the game, and tonight we've got the Portland and Cavs uh, tip off at seven. We'll have the pregame for you at six thirty. Isn't it nice to be relevant? Maybe the Browns should learn something from the Cavaliers. It's nice to be relevant. Love's been here. This is his ninth year already for for the Cavs. He came. His first year was 14-15 when LeBron came back and they made the trade for him. So he's been here since uh, uh, the end of the 2015 season. So ninth year for Kevin. All the trade. How many times has this guy been involved in trade rumors in the nine years that he's been here in the season, during the offseason, and yet here he is entering or playing in his ninth year with the Cavs? Right, and why was he always the topic of trades? One, he was being paid too much. Two, yeah. they didn't know how to use him. It took J.B. Bickerstaff to get underneath this guy's skin and let him know that he's going to have to come off the bench. Now, it's probably a little bit easier because he is a little bit older now. If you would have told Kevin Love three, four years ago that you're going to be the sixth man, would he have accepted that role? Probably not. Yeah, he his role was defined with LeBron. He was there to space the floor as that stretch four and rebound the basketball. And unfortunately for him, he suffered injuries yes. during the peak years, yep. right? Um, and, and I still think if he doesn't get hurt that first year, yeah. 2014-15, Cavaliers uh, end up beating the um, the Golden State Warriors because yeah. Kyrie he went down when Olenek yanked his arm out of socket, and then Kyrie went down. I think it was uh, uh, after Game One when it went to overtime, so they were without both of those guys, and they were up 2-0 in that series. Um, and if he doesn't get hurt or Kyrie doesn't get hurt, we're talking about back-to-back championships for the Cavs, but 
that's the way the cookie crumb uh, is that it cookie crumbles. Um, and so Kevin Love uh, in year nine accepting his role. He started one game so far this year, and he accepted it last year. He only started four games last year as he accepted that bench role. And you know what? Why not, man? Right? It's less wear and tear on your body as you get older. You get paid the same whether you start or come off the bench, whether you play 22 minutes a game or you play 33 minutes a game. It doesn't matter. You're getting paid the same amount whether you score 18 or 10, whether you grab 12 rebounds or 6 rebounds. The money's the same. So he's finally accepted that and is fitting into the perfect role for this team, and that's an off-the-bench scorer and leader for these young kids uh, who haven't been there before. Now you've got Donovan Mitchell, who has played in playoff series and scored 50 points uh, twice in a playoff game. So this team's fun to watch again tonight. Pre-game 6.30 here on WHBC, 7 o'clock tip-off, Trailblazers and Cavs. Bally Sports Cleveland's where you can watch it. WHBC is where you can listen to it. All right, Saturday, high noon right here on WHBC, Ohio State and Michigan. 117th meeting. We're going to talk to Steve Hellwag again, Buckeyes beat reporter for uh, Bucknuts.com. He's going to join us next to break it all down, so stay with us. It's Kenny and JT on WHBC.